News with William Quackenbush. Slow your roll. The, the show goes till three, loser. And Ben Milstead. My gosh, we need an intervention for you. Be the final play of the college season, perhaps, if Clemson gets a touchdown to win it. If Bama can hold him out, perhaps a field goal attempt for overtime. Watson. Touchdown! Hunter Renfro. Little man makes another enormous play. And Clemson runs out of the field and celebrates. They come to California and strike gold. Out of bounds. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. If any of you need anything at all, too bad. Deal with your problems yourselves like adults. It's time. All right, let's do this. Match point, touchdown, etc. Welcome in. Glad to have you with us. We are live on the Roar on a Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. Thanks so much for joining us here on Out of Bounds. William Quaggabush, Ben Milstead, live inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. Upcountry Fiber is, of course, a stronger connection. 654-ROAR is the number you want to join us, 654-7627. Uh, scheduled to have Reedy Davenport join us in our second segment today at 1225, talking Clemson softball's weekend. We did not visit with John Rittman yesterday because, well, he's on a plane to Mexico. And we let a guy off the hook when you're on a plane to Mexico. I mean, that's the rules. I don't, I don't make them. If you're on a plane to Mexico, you don't have to show up for your segment. Um, some would bicker with that rule, but again, I don't make the rules. We just enforce them on the show. Uh, so Reedy's going to join us to talk about what she saw and her experience calling five softball games in four days. Never called a softball game before, did five in four days. I'm excited to talk to her about that. Uh, ben Milstead, how are you, sir? How many of you out there wish you were on a plane to Mexico right now? <laughs> My hands up. I was going to say, is it everybody? Yeah. Is there anybody that's like, no? In fact, if you don't wish you were on a plane to Mexico right now, say why. R- road trip. <laughs> Adam's go roofing text line. We have a, I, I we have a remote. <laughs> we have a remote in uh, Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Just look for us. Uh, oh, Mr. Sancho's, we'll do it out there on the beach. Just meet us there. If we weren't hated enough already, just posting oh, pictures man. and telling people. Could you imagine if we were doing a show from out of any tropical anything right now and just describing to the people what we were seeing and feeling and doing? Can you imagine? Yeah. I'm laughing because I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to anyway. Uh taking a trip with the family this summer that will require passports right uh-huh. so we're nervous two of my kids don't have them we're nervous about those getting back and my wife said you know well what are we going to do if we don't get them I, because online it says you you don't really have any problem getting into this other country it's getting back into the united states that would be the problem i said you know we have an issue We'll just fly to. We'll just go from there to Mexico, and we'll just walk walk on in. I mean, that's what we'll do. Well, I mean, there's ways. There's ways. But you know, oh, just show for your court date, which begs the question: Why do I have to? 
Why do I have to have a passport to get in now? If like, there's no I borders. Got, you got to spend like 200 bucks a kid for for passports. Is it that I'm much? I'm a freaking U.S. citizen. I got to spend that much money to get back into my... Meanwhile, you know. <laughs> I don't, you know. That's as far as I'm going with that, but... Come on, man. It is funny, like, the... The citizen of a nation has more difficulty getting back in the nation than going from his nation to a different nation. Right. That's no problem. But coming back is where you've got issues. To, you know, it's, when a, it's I, a darndest thing. It's like when your garage <laughs> opens five times faster when you leave than when you get home. Like, that's weird. That, that is a weird thing. Ah, the garage door's much slower when you get back to the house. I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't even know Listen, why it would be that way. I'm, I'm not trying to make a statement on immigration or any of that. I'm just, just stating under the right now in the world that we live, why do I need a passport to get back into my country when others don't? <laughs> but I'm going to follow the rules. I'm going to buy one, and, you know, all will be well. You know, speaking of uh, rule followers, I was reading more about the uh, Waste Management Open because the people there – the organizers were mm-hmm. appalled, just appalled at appalled. the at the at fans doing what people suggested they could do there. I mean, just appalled that people, <laughs> if it isn't the consequences of our own actions. And I did have the thought: this is not a joke. I did have the thought: I really hope that we are talking about Little John portable toilets today, because <laughs> I feel like they could have used a few more of those. Yeah. For over thirty-five years, Little John portable toilets has proudly served the Upstate from construction jobs to special events. Little John has you covered with worry-free toilet service delivered, cleaned, and sanitized locally on and operated littlejohntoilets.com. See, I thought you you missed a golden opportunity with Little John at the Super Bowl halftime Ooh, show. Oh, shoot. I mean, You're right. a that man that prides better. himself on wonderful transitions and lead-ins, and you blew that one, buddy. But you're right. I bet they needed a lot at the Waste Management Open. A lot of that, which is ironic considering who the sponsor is um speaking of little john did you see the ratings for the super bowl came out uh i guess it was last night they came out mm-hmm. uh record number of people watched it now this is a this is a good um this is a good spot to remind people of two things one a highly rated game does not mean a great game um mash is not the great the, the mash finale is not the greatest tv episode of all time just because it was the highest rated TV episode of all time. Honestly, I'm not even going to say what it might be. I don't even know. It, it was the most watched. Right. Right. Yes. The, the ratings were highest, but it doesn't mean it's a bit like if you think something else was the best, it's because fewer people watched it. That's fine. I don't think this was the best Super Bowl of all time. Um, so it doesn't validate it in that way. But I do think ratings tell you something. It's hard to find out what sometimes, what ratings tell you. I don't know if you get a Taylor Swift bump here. I don't. I think you do, Quad. Don't I, you? I think you do. It's hard for many of us to comprehend that. I am in that camp, but I also understand the power of that brand and the number of younger folks who are watching an event just to get a glimpse of her. I also think you're talking about Kansas City which is a, you know, kind of a staple in the Super Bowl right now. A lot of people know him. You know about Patrick Mahomes. 
You know about traffic, tra- traffic, Kelsey, <laughs> Travis, Kelsey. <laughs> you know what? And and even the Kelsey brothers podcast makes him that much more likable and relatable. That probably brought in some fans. It's fantastic. Those two guys together. And then the storyline of Brock Purdy, the young guy that, you know, Mr. Irrelevant in the, in the draft and San Francisco getting there again. And I mean, it's a, that's a big, it's a big, big market, big brand there. Kind of a perfect storm. I don't think, I don't think it has to be a great game in order to attract a big number. I would agree, and especially because, like, if you're we, – we talk about this all the time. A great college football game on a Saturday will post a big number and we'll go, well, it was close at the end. So people found it, like, in the last 10 minutes and people, people were watching. I feel like no one is just sitting around going, you know, I wonder what the score is of the Super Bowl. And if it's close, I might just, you know, flip it on. I don't really think that's how people watch the Super Bowl, which makes it a little bit different, you know? Here's the thing. The Super Bowl is always going to be king. Always, always, always going to be king. I would like to see a better comparison when we finally do something that makes sense and we move, like, the college football national championship to 6.30 on a Sunday. Can I? Mm. Oh, Quark just about stood up. He mm. involuntarily just almost hit the hit the hit the hit the feet right there. But you know what I mean? It's it's different. A, a like an eight forty seven kickoff on a Monday night is not a good comparison to a six thirty six. I think it was a six forty kickoff on a Sunday night. It's just. That's not a fair comparison. I love where your head's at right there. Super Bowl's going to win that. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But it, you know more people would watch it on a Sunday. Ben, I I was going to tweet this, and I thought it was mean. I just said, this is mean. You should be more uh, empathetic with people's struggle. Some of y'all some wusses out there, okay? And let me just explain this, all right? Let me just explain what I'm talking about. Do you know how many people I saw or heard make the argument yesterday, Ben? Well, the day after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday because everybody's dragging. Are y'all dragging? Everybody's dragging. We're all dragging, 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 dragging. How to train a dragon. We're all dragging. Y'all have never stayed up for a college championship. The game was over so freaking early. It's halftime of the, national, uh, the, the basketball national championship game is 10 o'clock. It was 10 o'clock when the Super Bowl went to overtime. And some, some people were like, oh, man, I got to get up and go to work tomorrow. Man, we got a half still to go if you watch college. These people have never watched a college championship ever. There's some wusses. Yeah. Y'all some wusses if you thought that 6.30 was too late to start a game. That game was over. The Super Bowl's over, what, 11.15? Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Most of us are up watching TikTok videos or whatever <laughs> much later than that. I mean, My wife's reading a book at 3 a.m. Look, I get it, like, man. Oh, God, I wish this game would get over so I can go to bed. <laughs> what, so you can go, you can go read a book? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it, it it drove me nuts all day yesterday. It drove me nuts. That's that's where the power of suggestion really kicks in. We convince ourselves that that's a problem, so it becomes a problem. And then you go, wait a minute. I do that like every Sunday night. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, I'm dragging. Sunday night football starts at 820. 
and how drunk are you people getting watching a game? I mean, you can't remember the game and be dragging. <laughs> you know? Just say, like, I, I'll just be honest. Just say hungover. Don't act like we made y'all stay up till 3 in the morning. Or don't act like it's the latest any game has ever been when it's literally the earliest a game ever starts all year to end a season. Yeah, Melissa says, do y'all leave the club at 8.30? Question. I mean, <laughs> like, most people are not even... Younger generations not even leaving home till like nine fifteen. Right, right. You get <laughs> starting my night. You get to the bar at nine. You're there with the parents. Like when you're younger. I mean, yeah. come on, man. I, I just it. I don't know why it drove me nuts yesterday, but I just I kept hearing people say, "Oh, we're dragging Dan Orlovsky." I did this this when it really hit me. Like these are sports people. Uh, I think it was ESPN tweeted, um, "Dan Orlovsky is all of us showing up." At, he showed up with two coffees. Showing up at work with two coffees. I'm like, are you, you're a sport, y'all are sports people? Y'all watch football every day? That's the earliest thing a football night has ever been over. I, that's. Oh, showing up with two coffees at work. <laughs> are, are we all just trying to get another holiday out of this? Is that yes. really what it is? That's what it is. I'm thinking if, if the day after about the moving, Super Bowl should be. Like moving, pre- people talking about moving President's Day to that Monday, which, you know, I'd be okay with that. I'm fine with it. But. Y'all do what you want. Yeah, it's we we have not had people on our text line complaining no, about a no, Sunday no. night game. You know why? Because in this market, we stay up till midnight to figure out the college champion. That's right. And we do that. And you know what? It we had to work during the day and then the next day. We go for those Mondays. We go to basketball games on Tuesday nights that start at nine o'clock. You know, I mean, we do that. Yes. That's right. That's a hundred percent right. I don't know why that got me so fired up yesterday. I, I was it just it. it I got, got home from church Sunday, took a little nap. Man, I was I was good to go. Easy. Eleven fifteen though, I was eleven sixteen. I was staring at the back of my eyelids. And you know what? I'll be honest. It, it is. My uh, wife was reading a book. It is. A, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. It was. It, it like it, super. Like if you're hosting a Super Bowl party, there's a lot of work in it. I get that. This it's a lot of preparation. There's more stuff going on. You're probably more tired after. If you're watching it with a lot of people, they're like you got to be on socially, and so there's a wearing effect there. Like I understand all that. I'm saying all this with my eyes rolling because my gosh, man, you gotta you gotta just suck it up. You gotta suck it up because as I'm as I'm saying, the easiest championship to watch in a men's sport is the Super Bowl. College or pro major sport, the easiest championship to watch is the Super Bowl. And people apparently need that day off. Like we hadn't done it on Monday forever, all our college, all the uh, college sports fans. Uh, yeah, a bunch of people saying, oh, uh, you know, I, uh, I went to work with a hangover. Exactly. You know what? You didn't complain. You didn't complain. Just, you know, I, I made my choices. If it isn't the consequences of my own actions, made my choices. Uh, Mel Carey Keith said this, with the rain and it being a day after the Super Bowl, I have record call-ins at the post office. So, uh, Seminole Ted said the same thing. Super Bowl Monday is the largest uh, day of the year for no-shows and no-call no-shows, like call-outs. I, I just don't get that. I, hmm. How I would our don't... audience react if we were like, you know what, we're just not going to be on. It's, the game went till past 10, and I just can't. Oh, I just cannot. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey slept in. Today, just a little bit tired. <laughs> Mickey slept in. 
Oh man, uh, we have a great show today. Yeah, are you okay? Like the but, but the rate. I just I really want to say it about the ratings. Like, there's that other reasons besides it's a big game for ratings, and this is a perfect example. Yeah, look, I'm not. I don't worry about the uh, necessarily the 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 health of sports overall. You know, there there are those that have convinced themselves that all sports everywhere are going away. And especially with all the, the TV juggling of cord cutting or not and this and that and, you know, we're, we're just not as interested in TV what some want you to believe. That you pull a record number like that, you know, it's not it's not, not good. It's like 8 million more viewers than last year where you had the Chiefs and the Eagles, like a big East Coast market yeah. watching. Um, also, I'll point out one more thing. For Is you it that you had you had a West Coast presence this year? It could be. Very well could be. There's 3.30 there. You didn't see them whining about, oh, it was over at 7 p.m. I got to call in the next day. Um, I, uh, I do think the way they count now and the fact that it's streaming on Paramount Plus and you've got Univision and Nickelodeon and the streaming numbers, I think probably it lends itself to a bigger number. So I do want to point that out, too. There's some mechanical things involved in it. But a lot of people watched. A lot of people enjoyed it. All right, when we come back, Reedy Davenport scheduled to join us. We're going to talk softball. We're also going to talk a lot of college football today because uh, we didn't uh, we didn't talk as much as maybe we would have liked yesterday. A couple basketball notes as well. 654 Roars, the number. Hour 1 continues right after this. Landscaper Supplies, your locally owned source for all your hardware and outdoor needs. They offer the best brands with the best solutions and the best service. Take advantage of their Scoop There It Is Mulch Made Easy program. It's premium quality mulch, soil, stone, or sand delivered right to your home with locations in Easley, Greer, Seneca, Simpsonville, Anderson, and Greenville. There's a Landscaper Supply near you. A better experience for homeowners and pros alike. Landscaper Supply. Don't let turnover stall your business. HTI is the Upstate's trusted attraction and retention partner. We work with employers to provide all things workplace, including recruiting, staffing, HR services, team building, and leadership training. Call Ryan at 513-6563 or visit htijobs.com backslash Upstate today. Again, call Ryan at 513-6563 or visit htijobs.com backslash Upstate today. Did you know State Credit Union offers excellent rates on car loans? And when you get your car loan from State Credit Union, you'll enjoy having no car payments for 90 days. Visit State Credit Union today in Anderson, Clemson, Seneca, Greenville, Spartanburg, or Greenwood. Or visit them online at scscu.com. That's scscu.com. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing lender, federally insured by the NCUA. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boyer. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. Valentine's Day is upon us, and you know, your team at Reed's Jewelers will make sure you find what you want for your loved one. From diamonds for her to watches for him, Reed's Jewelers, upstairs in Haywood Mall, next to Belk, endorsed by Roar listeners like Zeke. I'm calling in for one of your sponsors, man, Wally over there at Reed's Jewelers. 
Go check them out. They'll get you what you need. If not, he'll find it, and he will definitely take care of you. Zeke loves Reed's Jewelers. You will as well. Reed's Jewelers. Haywood Mall next to Belk. Online at reeds.com. Love is in the air, but don't let digestive discomfort put a damper on your Valentine's Day plans. At Gastroenterology Associates, we understand the importance of a happy and healthy gut. Treat yourself and your loved ones to the gift of well-being this Valentine's Day. Our expert team is here to provide personalized care, ensuring you can savor every moment. Say goodbye to digestive woes and hello to a love-filled, worry-free celebration. Gastroenterology Associates, because a healthy gut is a happy heart. Schedule a consultation at gastroassociates.com. Nothing says I love you like a clean home. This Valentine's Day, call the cleaning pros at zero res. Right now, mention me, Mickey Plowler, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet cleaned for just $109, plus a free hallway. Book online at zeroresgreenville.com. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. No transfer portal here. We're here to stay. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Continues out of bounds. William Quaggenbush, Ben Milstead. You know, I sometimes I just I just think about Frosties. <laughs> do, you, do you ever think? Of, are you just thinking about a friend like in the middle of the day? You're just thinking about Frosties. Yes. Okay. I do. Uh, vanilla Frosties back. I actually wondered this. Like, I, I, we told y'all a lot about the peppermint Frosty during the holidays. And I thought to myself, did they just take away vanilla? But I didn't want to ask. I was a little, I was a little concerned. Okay, I was a little concerned, but never fear. Um, they back uh, vanilla frosties. I mean, it's, it's lunchtime. Get you a biggie bag, and then go back at like two thirty, three o'clock. Just bow out of the office. Heck, uh, a lot of folks still uh, sleeping off the Super Bowl today, so nobody's uh, nobody's paying attention anyway. Uh, go and get your Frosty at like 3 o'clock. You'll be glad you did that. All at your local Wendy's, folks. Biggie Bag plus Frosty is a winning Tuesday. Uh, Clemson softball. 4-1 weekend down there in Clearwater, Florida this past weekend. And making her broadcasting debut was former Tiger Reedy Davenport. And she was gracious enough to join us today. Uh, and we're going to find out so much about her life and her first broadcast experience. And then what, uh, what she saw... Up close person with the team uh, coming up. Uh, what 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 we can expect coming up this season as well. Reedy, what's up? Hey, Clark, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, how are you? Are you recovered from a long weekend yet? Man, I'll tell you what. It almost seemed more taxing just sitting there in the sun watching than I feel like it ever was playing. <laughs> I know that's probably not true. I know that's definitely not true, but it it, it felt like it. Um, let me, let me ask you this. You, so you're like, I was excited for you, jacked up for you that you're, you're making your broadcast debut. How did it go? How is it working with Tony? Um, this is a safe space. You can say for, you can say the truth. Uh, how was it working with Tony? And then, uh, how was it just calling the games and being in that role? Honestly, it was, it was awesome. And you know, Tony's great. He's really easy to talk to, which definitely helped kind of ease my nerves a little bit. I was I was kind of like, oh, I'm not really sure when I'll, when I'll, you know, interject, you know, comments here and there. But 
was really good to ease me into it. And as the weekend went on, I definitely got more comfortable and really enjoyed myself. It was very different than anything I've ever done. I mean, obviously, you know, when you play, you, you talk shop a lot and you, you talk about different things. And it was cool just, like, being on the other side of it and just being able to sit there and just, like, critically analyze, like, everything and just, like, see, like, yeah, it's easy to be a coach from the bench. So now I understand where parents come from when they got coaching critiques because I was sitting there like, oh, man, maybe I would do this, maybe I'd do that. But, <laughs> no, it was, it was awesome, actually. It was, it was a really good time, and I enjoyed myself. Very good. Uh, we've, we've got lots of questions, and uh, I know the folks at home have questions as well. Let me ask you this. You, I'm sure you heard a lot about it, and you saw a lot of players that you played with. What stood out about the team that you saw uh, on the diamond, um, in the circle, at the plate, in the field, watching them five games down there in Clearwater this weekend? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was how impressive the freshman was. Um, obviously, I, I haven't really been exposed to that, so it was probably nothing new to, to you know, the coaches and, and her teammates. But for me, I was like, wow, like this is like a true, this is a true DH right here. Like, you know, she came in and just swung it so confidently. And you know, I think other than other than really that one little inning in, in the last game, the pitching staff was was lights out as, as I expected them to be, and they showed a lot of depth. I think I want to say. Four people pitched, maybe. Yeah, I five, think that's. I, I think, think they may have had five. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm looking up yeah, right five, now because actually. that was going to be my next question because they did throw a lot of arms out there, and uh, as you said, they all kind of had their bright spots. Yeah, for sure, and I think you know the freshman pitching showed a lot of promise, showed some good things, some resilience. You know, when things weren't kind of going her way, and you know, I thought Brooke did really well last. You know, this past weekend, and I think she, she's kind of set to take on a bigger role even bigger than she had last year which was which was a huge jump from the previous year but yeah I was I was really impressed with you know the way they kind of rotated and you know it's early in the season so you're going to see a lot of arms and you don't you don't want to overuse someone in in, I don't want to say meaningless games but you know games that it's not end all be all if something were to go wrong which you know they had that little that little whoopsie on, on on Sunday but Again, it was good to see and good for them to all get experience early in the season because I think that will make it just even better towards the end as you get into conference play and, you know, playoffs and stuff, all of them having these innings under their belt and, you know, the experience and all that. I think it'll just be good. But, yeah, I was really impressed with their depth and just bright spots to all of them. Visiting with Reed Davenport, former Tiger and uh, current analyst uh, for the Clemson Tigers Network this weekend. You heard her. Hopefully you heard her every word. Uh, on the Roar and on ClemsonTigers.com uh, this past weekend. Um, let's talk a little bit about Valerie Cagle uh, because that's probably been the question that we've gotten the most is as a pitcher, you know, they they started some others and they were, uh, I, I, I said, I thought maybe they were trying to see what they had. They didn't want to lean too heavily on Valerie too early in the season. You've been around Valerie. You've been around these other pitchers. Were you surprised a little bit at how they used her as kind of bulk at the end of games? I, I was definitely surprised that she didn't get at least one start, especially there on that Sunday. But at the same time, like you said, they're going to rely heavily on her as the season goes on. And I think that the less innings you could put on her arm at, at the beginning of the season, the better off you'll be at the end. Um and it's actually kind of nice to see her kind of come in in that in that reliever role quite a few times because, you know, she's gonna she's gonna have to do probably more of that this year, especially if they if they do cut an arm rotation where they try and get a lot of people some experience and try and get you know 
keep the other pitchers fresh as well. And so, you know, have other pitchers throw a couple innings and then have her come slam the door. I mean, that it, it looked good. It looked really good, and I, I liked that because she is so different from the other pitchers as well. She's a harder thrower. She goes down. Uh, a lot of them are more spin or off-speed girls, and so I think it's a good combination, whether it be, you know, her starting and someone else coming in to finish the game, or obviously she's going to throw a lot of complete games, too, and that's, you know, she's an All-American. That's what she does, but, you know, in case. Uh, it's just different, and I think it'll be good, too, when you have to have a pitcher. She can't start all three games, so I think, you know, they wanted to give other people some looks, and she's going to have a reliever role again this year, so it, it was good to see, and I, I'm not shocked, but I am, again, less innings you put on her arm now better off it'll be at the end of the season so yeah I mean it makes sense to me uh to keep her a little bit fresher and to sort of see how much of the load everybody else can shoulder and um speaking of shoulder and load you mentioned Julia Noller the freshman who plays in first base and and DP she had seven RBIs this weekend I mean you remember being a freshman in college softball how hard is that to not just like be able to do it like physically a lot of college athletes are capable but the ability to process and the ability to actually put the the tools into action in a way that creates those kind of results, like that's that's tough to do against that level of competition early on as a freshman, right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's not only physically tough, you know, kind of adjusting, but it's also mentally tough. I, I mean, I can I can pretty much remember my very first game ever, and definitely at a lot lot less stakes. It felt like, um, but. You know, I was nervous. I, I was even nervous every opening day, not just freshman year, but even to be a freshman and her to just show a lot of poise and, you know, calmness and confidence in the box. It was it was incredible to see. And I can, you know, she's going to be around for a long time and, you know, she'll, she'll be an everyday starter for the next four years because what we saw out of her was just incredible for a freshman in her first opening weekend and the results she produced were, were unreal. Um, I thought about you as well with uh, Alex Brown and Lindsey Garcia making their respective debuts. I got to visit with Lindsey last week, and I I, I really like her. Um, I, I think they're both going to be very strong members of this team, but they are also new. Like, they're old to college softball, but they're new in the locker room. Was that a hard adjustment for you in the first handful of games, knowing, I, like, I'm out there, I'm playing third every day, you knew you are playing third every day, and you knew you are going to be in the lineup every day. But it still is an adjustment, right, for those players who have done it a million years to do it with a new group and, and just a new vibe, right? Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, you know, that, that is kind of what the fall is for. Um, you know, it's, it's a little different because there's a lot more rotation going on in the fall. But they've had a, a few experiences of some fall games with the team, and that definitely helps come spring but yeah I mean when the stakes are higher and the pressure's on a little bit a little bit more it's interesting being around a new group and kind of seeing how everybody's going to react and act and you know how you interact with people is a little bit different so it's definitely an adjustment and I think it's good that you know sometimes being away for your first weekend is also good because it forces you guys to really get close you know it's just you guys and so definitely an adjustment but it's something I think that they will be adjusted to very, very quickly, if not already. All right, the team had 16 strikeouts in the plate at the plate in five games, and again, this is not against low-level pitchers. Like these are these are good programs. I think uh, I would say at minimum three of the five teams that Clemson played are probably going to be in the NCAA tournament. Probably four, maybe even all five. Uh, what you've been in those meetings, you know the offensive philosophy. It strikes me that that's hard to do uh, against that level of pitching, to put the ball in play with that much regularity. Where does that come from in terms of how you're being taught to approach 
particularly like two strike counts at the plate. Yeah, definitely. I think it's the key thing you said there is two strike approach. Um, obviously, early in counts, when you have a team like Clemson who likes the long ball, they like hitting for power. They're going to they're going to take their shots and they're going to might swing and miss, might foul off. But I think that um, the biggest thing they did well is they took a lot of pitches that were close, and that that's the toughest thing is like being able to visualize and actually see like where it's going to cross the plate is really hard to do. And so, you know, the takes where a ball is way out or way up or way down, you know, those are the easy ones, it feels like. But the ones that were really close that, they, you know, they got the call that, you know, it was a ball or whatever, I, I was really impressed with the way they were very disciplined and knowing the zone. And, and then when they got a ball that they weren't super sure of, they just got rid of it and fouled it off. And they saw a lot of pitches. You know, I don't, need, I don't know how many walks they had. It had to be a lot. 15 walks to 16 strikeouts is what I got. Yeah, Yeah, I was about to say, I think it would be about a one-to-one ratio. And when you have as many walks as you do strikeouts, you're going to be set up for a lot of success because it just shows a lot of plate discipline, and the balls that you are putting in play are going to be hit hard. All right, so they go 4-1, and and I I told somebody that the hardest thing that they probably had to do this weekend was coming off of – an emotional win with a lot. I mean, obviously MLB Network, and it was like it was a big deal on Saturday night. And then you got a first pitch at ten o'clock the next morning as the last game of the weekend. I felt like that was a tough ask. You've been in that player's shoes like uh, uh, very recently. Is that a tough ask? I mean, is it as hard as it seems to be able to sort of rally and do that uh, after an emotional night to come back before breakfast and get ready to play again? No, absolutely, and I think that, you know, anytime you have three games in a 24-hour period, it's hard, no matter what the emotional stakes are. They could have played the three last-ranked teams in the country, and that Sunday game was still going to be hard. And then you add in the factor of how, like, just tough and gritty the win Saturday night was, the emotions of playing a a highly-ranked team, and it's definitely hard because you just feel just a little bit more exhausted. It's like, okay, you know, you tasted that success. And you don't, I don't want to say the word settle, but you, you get a little more comfortable. And then, you know, you're also lacking a little bit of energy. And you come into that Sunday game against a really good team and just sell just a little bit flat in execution. And it's just such a tough ask to do and to – you know, knowing that your body's exhausted, but your mind's also exhausted just from the emotion that your the game the night before was. And I just think like that was definitely an important factor because I I think they play them three more times. I, I personally I think they win. Um, they had a lot of opportunities to win still, and um, just couldn't really get that one big hit. So I think the circumstance definitely impacted that game quite a bit. All right, uh, time for one or two more with you, Reedy, and I really appreciate your time today. Uh, first question is, I mean, I what maybe what was the what's the area that you feel like they need to work on the most as they go to Mexico? What's something that you felt like they were a little bit sloppy or sluggish in that they can maybe clean up a little bit? Yeah, oh, man. Um, I think definitely in that. In that last game, it kind of exposed a little bit of of maybe a lack of focus, maybe because they were tired in mm. situational hitting. I think that I would like to see them kind of situationally move runners a little bit better. Um, you know, you I, I think they got 
the leadoff batter on six out of seven innings and only scored one run, you know, and that's tough. I don't know what the exact stat was for left on base either, but it's kind of just more so of like a focus on executing your plan and go up there with the plan. Don't go up there and just, you know, just you have a runner on second, you're just swinging at anything. You know, if you can go backside to move the runner with no outs, do so. So I think I'd like to see that maybe a little bit more of the situation, the situational hitting, like attention to detail. And you know, I, I've been at practices. I know what they, I know what they preach. I know what, what's taught. I know what's expected. And I think, you know, again, tired it's a tough Sunday morning game after a really late night and you know that definitely could have impacted it but I think going into into Mexico I think that maybe situational hitting would definitely be the number one thing I'd like to see them you know attack especially if they're in a close game um it's going to be so there's going to be games where you're just not going to have 15 hits with five home runs and you're going to have to manufacture runs via bunts squeezes uh which they did sun or Saturday night and so I think that that would be my biggest thing is consistently executing situational hitting when needed. You know, uh, I'm encouraged by that because that's all reps, right? I mean, that's something that you right. that's something you can fix over time for sure. It's not a you know, there's not a there's not a deficiency anywhere on the roster that you're like, my gosh, they don't have it and they never will. So that uh, I no, uh, exactly. Go ahead. No, you're exactly right. There, I didn't see any like deficiency. I think it was just you know little bits and pieces here that they'll. With more reps, they'll be fine. Good stuff. All right, last question. Tell us what you're doing now. What's your life like? Oh man, right now I'm, I'm at work. I hope my employer's not not listening to this, knowing that I'm slacking off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I work from home, and you know, I just do the adult thing. Got a nine to five job, and you know, that's about it. Play some pickleball. I play a lot. Actually, I play a lot of pickleball in my free time. But uh, you know, just hang out. That's fantastic. Well, I, I hope we can get you on some more games. Uh, if you get up this yeah, way, I'd love I, yeah, I, I hope we can get you on some more games because I uh, really enjoyed this weekend and enjoyed your insight today, Reedy. Thank you so much for your time, Reedy Davenport, former Tiger softball legend, third base extraordinaire, <laughs> and play by play or a, a radio color commentator slash analyst. Uh, join us right now. Thanks, Reedy. Uh, always good to visit with you and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you as well. All right, that is Reedy Davenport. Great stuff. Great stuff from Reedy right there. Breaking down a busy softball weekend. 654-ROAR is the number. When we come back, we got a lot more to do. Hour 1 continues next. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. I'm Eddie Bennett. Winter means colder weather and hot deals on Takeuchi at Bennett Equipment. We have Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments ready to go to work today. Why settle for less with other brands when you can have the best in Takeuchi? Stop by any of our four convenient locations and see why Bennett and Takeuchi set the standard for equipment sales and rental. And remember, when you need equipment in the upstate or northeast Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. 
Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Call the plumber whose name is his number. One Tom Plumber. One Tom Plumber. I need a good plumber fast. I always call One Tom Plumber. One Tom what? Here, dial the number one, then Tom Plumber. Or just tell your smartphone to call One Tom Plumber. They promise to be there in an hour. Call the plumber whose name is his number. The Dream Center is more than a building. They serve those in need with a hand up instead of a hand out by empowering them to grow toward becoming healthy and self-sufficient through life skill classes, job training, mentorship, and a housing program called the Opportunity Village. Want to get involved? It's easy. Sign up to attend a volunteer orientation or how you can serve with your school group, corporation, or individually. The Dream Center, where they encourage, educate, and empower. Learn more today at dreamcenterpc.org. I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I'm a proud Clemson alumni from the class of 1981. When folks come to see us, they've generally got a problem of some sort. And we start out by listening. That's what makes the Davis Law Group different. Whether it be a work-related injury, a problem dealing with an insurance company, or a family law issue, you are going to end up having to deal with the judicial system. And it is a journey. So what we try to do is help you find a path forward through that system in a way that you will have a fair result. Contact us today at davis.law. We'll be glad to help. Everlon Clemson offers independent living options like you've never seen before for adults 55 and older. Alleviate the burden of living at home with chef-prepared meals, transportation services, a fitness room, walking proximity to Patrick Square, and much more. No more cooking, cleaning, or upkeep of a traditional home. Luxury independent living that's all-inclusive with no long-term commitments. Now is your time to thrive with Everlon. Call today for a free tour, 864-760-8968 and online at everlonliving.com. Spend your lunch every day with Quok and Ben on Out of Bounds. We promise they'll save you a plate. And I'll have the number eight. That's a party platter that serves 12 people. I know what I'm about, son. Weekdays from noon to three, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome back to the show. Appreciate Reedy Davenport joining us. She did a great job this weekend calling softball. And uh, some of the early returns, as you might imagine, Quok, really good numbers uh, of listeners and number Ooh, of yes. hours listening to softball. So um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that tournament this week that they are in is available somewhere online. I, I don't. Flow Sports, I believe, yeah. is streaming those. Yeah. By the way, the the Game Changer app that some attempted to watch the game on, 
I just want to make real clear that app is not our app. That is not Clemson University's. That was a third party attempting to bring that to you. And I know a lot of people were frustrated with it and mad. And we even had a couple of messages on our on our uh, on Twitter to the station about it. And we had nothing to do with that. So uh, just keep that in mind. I, I I think there were some issues apparently with watching. And sorry that you had those issues, but, uh, you know, I'll refund all the money that you sent to us for that app. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um, speaking of refunds, nobody gets refunds from upstatemuscle.com because they don't ever return their products because they are the best. You like that? I, I love that. That, that, that was that that was was A+. plus. Yeah. Now, if you do order something from Upstate Muscle dot com and it doesn't work out for you they will indeed give you a money back guarantee they do have a money back guarantee on that i honestly don't know anybody that's done that in fact every time we talk about it we get texts on our text line about how great the products are got some last week about the whey plus protein that is wildly popular right now there's 26 grams of protein in every serving it has bcaa's in it it has the collagen peptides, and it also has the digestive enzymes, so you don't get the old the old bloated feeling when you drink a protein drink. Um, my personal favorite, the new Cinnamon Crunch, but all their flavors are outstanding. I know you're going to try it, and I know you're going to report back, so I'm not going to lie to you. They're all great. They really are. Uh, UpstateMuscle.com. Check out their products. It's a great place to start your health and supplement journey right there. UpstateMuscle.com and use promo code Ben at checkout to get 20% off your order. Uh, we have several things to get to today. You mentioned to me during the break, um, which we, we talk, we've talked about a lot during the breaks already today. <laughs> yes, uh, you mentioned during the break, you were like, so what's the deal with the Nickelodeon broadcast okay. of the Super Bowl? Somebody texted, we were talking about Super Bowl numbers and all the platforms. I did not know there was a, a Nickelodeon broadcast until we are sitting there and they showed something in the stadium that I guess was the Nickelodeon broadcasters? Question mark. I don't know. I don't know how that works with fictional characters, but that's what I'm told. And my uh, one of my sons said, hey, Dad, flip it over to Nickelodeon. Let's see what that looks like. I couldn't change the channel fast enough to get back off of that. To each his own. And I'm not look judge free zone here. I don't get it. I and maybe I didn't watch enough to get it. Oh yes. Readily. I, I I don't get it. I did. I mean, here here was my take. I saw squiggly lines on the for first down markers rather than the normal straight red line. Yes, um, it was underwater. Oh, it see, was. I, <laughs> I, break this down for me. What, okay, what's what's the appeal here of watching that with a cartoon superimposed over top of it? All right, so here is what they're trying to do. All right. Particularly the CBS folks, it's it's all it's all integration. Uh, they 
put the they put the game on Nickelodeon trying to draw I don't know if it's like accidental viewership, like kids watching Nickelodeon and that's just what's on, or if they're legitimately trying to get kids to watch it. Maybe they're trying to give parents an alternative if their kid wants to watch SpongeBob and they give them a SpongeBob uh, bikini bottom Super Bowl. Um, some of the the things that <laughs> the things that the characters were saying, I'll admit, like I don't watch Dora the Explorer. Twitter was in fuego when she was talking about going back five yards for a false start. She was like the rules expert. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, texters are saying, and, and again, I acknowledge this, that I'm not the demographic they're trying to appeal to. Maybe, like, if you're telling me that this is how you get your kids introduced to football, I am all about that. In fact, that's genius. I'm asking the, the adults in the room. That are watching this, <laughs> that are voluntarily watching this. So they had a different set of announcers. Yeah. So it was Noah Eagle, Ian Eagle's son, and Nate Burleson were the two main ones, along with SpongeBob SquarePants and Patrick Starr, with occasional guest appearances from Dora the Explorer, who again did end up being the uh, the, the rules analyst. Oh my God. <laughs> there were oh some my fun. God. I mean. <laughs> Can I can I give you some of these? This is yeah. uh, today.com gave a nice uh, a nice rundown. They put um, they put Patrick Mahomes in a pirate hat for some reason and put him on the screen. Arr, I, okay. I don't I don't know. Um, they showed Travis Kelsey and they just identified him with a cowboy hat as tight end eighty seven Taylor Swift's boyfriend. And then where you would put stats on a regular broadcast, it just says good at football. <laughs> um. <laughs> Again, Dora the Explorer, you'd have to hear it, but Dora the Explorer is just going back. She's like moonwalking back five yards to explain what happens when you fall start. <laughs> um, SpongeBob SquarePants performs Sweet Victory, which if you only know that if you watch SpongeBob, like if you know SpongeBob. I, and I did watch a little SpongeBob back in my day. Never have I ever. Um, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. Texter says we had clowns calling it on one station and cartoon characters on the other. <laughs> I well, mean, well done, Texter. The, Patrick Starr, I love this one. Patrick Starr, I, you you have to know SpongeBob to get this, but if you do, it's hilarious. He said when, when Christian McCaffrey fumbled early in the game, he said you have to firmly grasp it. And that's a that's a line from SpongeBob where Patrick's go firmly grasp gently grasp it. Firmly grasp it. <laughs> like that's that's from SpongeBob. Like if you don't know SpongeBob, you're not getting any of this. But if you do, it's 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 funny for kids and like even parents who've sat there and watched SpongeBob, you're gonna get some chuckles out of the parents. Mm -hmm. Um in the past, Nickelodeon's done like slime, like they they'll they'll slime touchdowns and do all kinds of stuff. Can I get like a Rambo version of this? Or you know, that's a great... Or a few good men. You can't handle the first down. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, what, what other... That's a great question. No, what it's other, not a great question. What other theme, but what other <laughs> themes would we want? I mean, because Nicola... Like, or, there is an audience for this. Alternate question. What themes do we have that we don't want? <laughs> Can I give you some of the celebrities that were in the crowd? Now, again, it's Bikini Bottom and SpongeBob. They're underwater, Okay. Here were the celebrities they pan to in the crowd. Okay, celebrities on Nickelodeon. Is that what you're telling me? 
you'll it'll become clear okay. what I'm saying. Okay. okay. These are these are some of the <laughs> these are some of the fish celebrities. Okay. Uh, okay. Clamuel L. Jackson. <laughs> it's literally just a fish that looks like Samuel L. Jackson. There he is. Uh Doja Catfish. Okay, she's from TikTok. Billy Eilish. Yeah. Looking like Billy Eilish. LaPron James and Finn Diesel. There we go. They even got LaPron's <laughs> hairline. Um, there were a couple other ones. Hang on, let me find the other ones. Um Herring Styles <laughs> and Oprah Finfrey. Also spotted in the crowd. What did they do with Ta- with Taylor Swift? Who was there? I don't. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure about that. Or all those people around her. I don't. I don't know that they did like the box with uh, with Taylor Swift and Lana Del Rey and whoever else was up there. What's the? I don't know the other girl, the weird one that. <laughs> <laughs> the Be more specific. The uh, the. the the rapper that was up there that just released the song that is stupid. You know what I'm Who's talking about. Who's the girl about. that was sitting beside her? She's the wife of some celebrity. God, what's uh, her name? Oh, uh, it's um, Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Yep, Ryan Reynolds' wife. Right? They're together. Yeah. This is riveting pop culture talking sports. The texture said we need Beavis and Butthead station. <laughs> Ice Spice, Morgan Thomas. Thank you. It was Ice Spice that everyone was like, Look, every time they paint up there, somebody's explaining to Ice Spice how football works. And, like, people are just leaning in, like, talking very close to Ice Spice every but, single but time. But people actually watch this during a serious football game? Is that... Correct. Interesting. I would like to know, like, the breakdown by channel. You know, like, how many people watch on Paramount Plus? How many people watch on Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. Univision, and, uh, and then CBS? And then how many people watch the Puppy Bowl? Did you know there was a Puppy Bowl? A what? A, the puppy bowl. I heard that referenced. That was. They have weird names too for the players. Players. I got roped into that one time. All right, so let me get this straight. It was not. We had. It was not. We fun. had complaints about the coverage of the Super Bowl on CBS. <laughs> but there are people watching SpongeBob and puppies play football. Yes. Huh. That's right. And tech, like, textures are legit. Some of y'all are like, the commentary was better on Nickelodeon than CBS. And I'm just trying, honest to God, I'm trying to figure out what that means. What is better? Because there's no way they were more specific. There's no way they were more dialed into the game. It might be funnier. I can't imagine that Noah Eagle and Nate Burleson, flanked by SpongeBob, Patrick Starr, and Dory the Explorer, we're doing a better job calling the game than Jim Nance and Tony Romo. I just can't. I cannot. I cannot believe this. All right, Texture says Puppy Bowl has been going on for twenty years. I've li- I've heard it referenced for twenty years. I'm sorry, I've never watched it. It's Animal Planet. Give me, give, give me thirty seconds of what the Puppy Bowl is. I'm pretty sure you're just watching dogs like in a dog like in just a space like just running around. I'm not even sure there's a ball or a point. Mm. I, I, I have watched it one time, and that's it. Well, that I'm clears never it up. <laughs> Texters, if anybody can help us out <laughs> during the break, I'd like... <laughs> Quag just described the dog park to me. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it kind of is. I was, trying to, I was trying to do it without saying the phrase dog park, and it turns out you kind of have to. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just leading you right there. 
It's leading you right there to it. Uh, Morgan Thomas accused you of being a cat guy. My wife's a cat guy, and I'm kind of into my wife, so there you go. <laughs> 654 Roars, the number 654 You want to join us on the phones? You want to join us on the Adams and Go Roofing text line? Uh, I there there have been a flood of texts on this. A lot of y'all parents apparently watched the Nick broadcast. I want to know how it was from somebody who did and is listening to Sports Talk today. Hour 2 is next. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Hey, guys. Did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semiglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. Lowcountrymail.com Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0100.